Hi guys. <laughs> it feels so weird to be talking in a microphone right now. What is going on, y'all? Uh, my name is Max Smith. I am the host of this freaking podcast, and we call this podcast Gremlin Talk. I do not know why I'm kind of speaking like I'm from like old England or something. So first and foremost, yeah, I I let you all down, and I want to acknowledge that last episode i was like yo i'm gonna be back i'm here i'm gonna be here every single week for the rest of my life and then i literally peaced out for an entire month and i'd like to explain myself first of all i have been dealing with a a cold or something uh and then it got better after two and a half weeks and then we got home from phoenix or or like like we were just traveling all over and then max kind of started getting sick and then it literally is trying to take me off this earth right now so i'm unwell i haven't been well in three and a half weeks i have not felt healthy in three and a half weeks so (laughs) i started writing an outline for this episode which as we all know i do sometimes okay let me just really quickly read you the contents of this outline (laughs) so it says one intro two body image three 2023 goals and uh that's kind of where I left it. So pretty open to interpretation day we're going to have here, okay? I have to keep pausing this recording to go blow my nose, which it's like, I have never felt lower in my entire life. My tummy hurts. My nose is so runny. It's just, it's not ideal. Okay, so to start this podcast off, I guess we, we can just jump straight into it with our number, item number one on our outline, uh, the introduction. So I already told you, who I am. I told you what this podcast is. I gave a reasonable, I think, explanation for why I've been gone for a month versus in the past. I've just been like, yep, I was busy. Peace out. See you later. Uh, you know, being sick. I feel like, again, I want to show up to this podcast with like energy and enthusiasm and like creative spirit. And I want to be like in the flow. And I just have been in this really aggressive creative rut for the last uh, literally, I would say since since October, I have been in a super weird creative rut where like I'm not feeling super inspired by my content work. I'm not feeling super inspired just like in a couple different areas of my life. And um, I am somebody who that is like a very abnormal thing. Like I go 100% on everything. If there's something I want to accomplish, like I will I will work myself to the bone to accomplish it. So to be in this little phase of like, I don't, I like I feel directionless almost. Like um, I, I mentioned today, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw my Instagram stories, like I'm applying to grad school and obviously I just moved to North Carolina and I like am in this like new relationship and I got this dog. But like, I feel like my personal growth I just, I don't know what, like how, I want to be a better human being. Wow, we are literally not even four minutes into this. <laughs> therapy, welcome to a live therapy session. 
hosted by myself, Merrick Shea Smith. Um, by the way, I am like totally going back to therapy. I've just been feeling like I this like, yeah, the directionless kind of thing. And, um, you know, I'd really just like to work on as always, like, I think we can always grow in our communication skills and like how we work through our emotions and like, uh, it, there's just always something to work on. Like I've talked about this way, way previously about finding yourself to be like a never ending project, like self-improvement kind of a scam because it's like you're a never ending project and here's things to buy to like help you grow. And I'm not big on the capitalism side of, uh, self-improvement okay I want to be really clear about that however I one like absolutely believe in therapy I have been in and out of therapy since I was like 15 like my parents got divorced and I was like seems like the right thing would to do would be to go to therapy so I started going to therapy in college I went to therapy um post-college I went to therapy and like now that things are like a little bit more settled down, like I'm not traveling like crazy, uh, I would like to go back to therapy because I think it's been like a vital tool for me to grow and explore like patterns in my life that maybe I'm not aware of, which I am, I think I'm very self-aware and these patterns tend to show themselves to me very loudly and brightly and also um, having a healthy partner, they... Uh, not that they like expose the challenges that you need to work through but like you become more there's more responsibility to working through those challenges if that makes sense I might have just said like a whole lot of words that meant nothing and as much as I feel a responsibility to be a better person for myself and my own growth I also feel this responsibility um, especially in a partnership and I would hope the same from my partner that he wants to grow and be a better person, be a better partner. And we very much have conversations about that. Um, feels like almost daily. We, we have a lot of conversations about like, how can we help each other? How can we be a better partner, et cetera, et cetera, which is fucking brand new information to me. Um, I'm not used to being in partnerships where people are like, how can we be better together? I'm used to partnerships with a lot more friction. <laughs> and um, that's not to say there isn't friction in this relationship sometimes, but it's more like an opportunity to grow and learn and like become actually closer from it. So that's kind of what I've been learning a lot of in the last month. I literally do not remember how I even got onto this fucking tangent, <laughs> but here's where we are. We're talking about being better people because you know what? In 2023, we're going to be better. We're going to work on ourselves. We're going to achieve our goals. We're going to, um, uh, get that bread 2023 it seems like it's fucking everybody right now because I have seen a lot of other creators post about how like they're excited about the new year and they're like two weeks in we're like we're almost two weeks into this shit you guys and people are like ah but like you know I'm excited that this is like a new opportunity um and things aren't going well but I hope they're gonna get better and I feel that because I just don't you know, coming into 2023, like literally New Year's Eve, I was like, you know what, 2023 is gonna be my year, dog. Like, I'm applying to grad school. Like, maybe I'll be a PhD student. I'm gonna run a couple hundreds. I'm gonna, 
uh, grow as a person and a partner and I'm gonna love myself and my boyfriend so much, you know, and my family and my friend, like, da 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 so many, I was like, you know what, fuck it, this is my year, right? And I'm never, I swear to God, I am never a person that's like, this year's my year. Like, I, I, I'm just not. I'm just not. I'm more of like a reflect on the previous year and like respond and maybe figure out some motifs for the next year. But I've never been like, you know what? Next year's my year. Well, I went into 2023 being like, next year's my year. And then I ended up getting sick again. I got sick again, dude. Mercury retrograde is also trying to take me off this planet. It's just, we're not off to a strong start. I'm having fun. Um, Things are good. <laughs> but 2023 is, you know, it, I don't, hmm, I, let me collect my, my thoughts for a second. So I posted something on my story about how I've just been feeling unsettled, which I remember now is how we started this tangent. And, uh, I'm just like, not sure if it's the fact I have been out of a nine to five for six months now. Um, the 13th or 14th will be my three month, oh my god, September to October, November, December, January, four months, wait, I actually quit my job almost four months ago, dude, what, okay, and uh, it was July, oh my god, so I literally have not been working in an office for seven, I'm almost at a year, okay, yeah, that, that math did math right there, um, and, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I think it's because 24, you know, everyone always talks about 25 and they're like, you know, your brain's going to be fully formed. Suddenly you're going to be thinking way more logically. Things are going to make sense. And at 24, you know, your brain, it's not quite there yet. It's not quite done cooking. And I'm still kind of in this phase of like, what am I doing? Where am I going? What am I supposed to be doing right now? Like, what are your 20s for? Because I feel le- I feel a lot of inertia. There's a lot of inertia kind of holding me back uh, from going in one particular direction or another. And like, um, maybe, you know, maybe partially there's like a little bit of a fear of success. Like, uh, I think it's a very common human trait to not fully go after the things you want to go after because then the person who you are when you go for those things, you're a whole different person. And I I don't think I've ever struggled with that, but like maybe that's part of it because I mean, the second I started making on YouTube, making money on YouTube, I was like, whoa, I don't want to like editing is scaring me. Like maybe there's a bit more pressure perhaps, like maybe I'm feeling just a lot of external pressure but then again um I've always been kind of an internal pressurizer like honestly people my entire life do not be putting a lot of pressure on me but I am such a perfectionist and I have I'm an Enneagram 3 I'm an achiever I think I have to achieve things to be great and lovable and um there isn't probably a lot of external pressure but I'm like creating a lot of internal pressure to like figure my shit out at 24 is that relatable? Is that, does that make sense? But regardless of my current existential crises, because frankly, this entire podcast, we have witnessed like six or seven straight months of me having various existential crises and it always working out. 
I would like that noted. It literally has always worked out in my favor. And this actually brings me to something I wanted to talk about today that I recently saw pop up on my uh, For You page. Uh, It goes along the same vein of things always working out for me. So I just had something pop up on my For You page that was talking about like quote unquote lucky girl syndrome. Someone's trying to basically repackage like law of attraction or law of assumption and um, I pride myself to be very lucky. I'm a very lucky person. I and I see that is me literally owning lucky girl syndrome because that is the whole premise of what it is. Um, I'm a big manifester. My mom has always said that about me. <laughs> My mom said I, I'm a big manifester. Uh, if I can visualize something, if I can uh, speak on something, and if I can, like, I've always been somebody who can take a vision and create it and make it happen. And right now on TikTok, there's this thing where people are like, yeah, if you want to be lucky, like, you literally just have to assume, like, you have to speak the affirmation. I am lucky. Things always go my way. Everything works out. The universe is rigged in my favor. Like, everything will always work out. And basically, the context is people are trying to turn their 2023s around, and they're like, how can I make my life better? And, uh, you know, here we go. Law of attraction, law of assumption, manifestation things. And maybe that's where I'm a little stuck is like I can't visualize where things are going. Like I can't visualize like I'm applying to grad school, but I'm not sure I'm 100% set on grad school. And also I'm like going to work for my friend, but also I don't know if I want to keep a career in social media, but also I had a recruiter calling me for another engineering job in California yesterday. And like I... Uh, this is like the very first time I haven't had such a concrete direction on things. And I feel like I have all these little life paths set out in front of me. And it's like, okay, do I want to stay in social media? Do I want to go back to engineering? Do I want to go to grad school? Do I want to uh, say I don't want to do any of these things? And do I want to move to Europe and just do ski mountaineering all the time? Like uh, there's just, you know, the, the universe is just wide open. And beyond all of the uncertainty, like I do have this core belief that everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to because it always has. Like I can put a lot of faith and trust in like point blank the universe because it's always kind of pulled through for me. Um, But also myself, this was a lesson I learned on the CT is that I have the power to make anything happen like I have the power to make things work out so I guess long ramble moral of the story there is that I just need to chill out and just let it let it be uh practice exploring my options I have way too much downtime on my hands right now it is hindering my creative progress but yeah that's that's kind of the challenge of this life right now. Like if you'd asked me when I was working in a lab, you know, 10 months ago, if this would be the position I I was in, I would have said absolutely no way. So I think every phase of my life has distinct challenges and it's up to me to make the most of them and work through them. And that's where we're at. And that's why I'm going back to therapy, y'all. Look at that full circle. Okay. Uh, yeah, that served... I guess, as my introduction for the day.
<laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, I kind of had some like topics I wanted to talk about. Um, uh, as we, as we read po- bullet points two and three on my very, um, detailed outline. So I, I, I have been extremely, utterly transparent on this podcast and I think uh, just on social media in general about, um, you know, eating, being an athlete, uh, working through body image issues like on the fly in a sport where weight and body image can be weaponized and I have been in my off season and in my off season I have rested so hard truly I ran the 100 miler two weeks later I ran that 50k and jacked up my ankle and then I did not run I think I ran maybe like three and a half miles with max like once or twice in the month following that but Otherwise, uh, I've, I've been resting. I just started going back to a CrossFit gym. I just started running again. Like this week is truly my first, even though I'm so sick right now and I feel like I'm making my health worse, but I just don't see how that could possibly be true given that I'm like just immune system rock bottom right now. I have just been really wanting to get back into the swing of my training and things, which is a bit challenging considering nobody has any idea what's going on. One, with the Spartan series this year, uh, it's so ambiguous. Like, I just, ah, God, it like kind of takes the fun out of Spartan racing, to be honest. However, I would say in off seasons of my past, like if I were to take I mean, I have taken a month off of running at a time. And in that time, I feel like even I I feel like every year, my very critical inner voice that sees my body and like has negative feelings about my body, it gets like quieter and quieter. And I felt like this off season was the first off season where I didn't really experience that. I think a good amount of this has to do with after being on the Colorado Trail, and I have previously talked about um, how through hiking like majorly helped, I think, with my disordered eating patterns. This was the first off-season where I very genuinely felt like I wanted to gain some weight back like I honestly didn't even feel like I had gained weight back from getting off the Colorado Trail because I went to Hawaii and then was kind of just like jumping straight back into 100 miler training like running I think I peaked at like 65 miles in a week and just it was like a lot of very stressful caloric deficit times for my endocrine system especially as women those times where we are like living in this caloric deficit can be really, really damaging for our hormones. I personally experienced that. Like my cycle was like a little all over the place. Like I was like eight days late after the 50K and I was like, this is super weird for me. So I guess the perspective is really this was the first off season where I truly prioritized my long-term health over my short-term like gratification. I guess. 
I very consciously was going into meals and figuring out what I was going to eat in a day thinking like my body needs to be refueled. It does not matter what my body looks like at all. I cannot stress this enough. It does not matter. It does not matter what your body looks like. Your body is going to change so much over your lifetime and oh, I just, I'm so anti-dieting. I can't even really get into this topic too much. Your body will adapt to the constraints and challenges that you are putting it under. And I just don't really believe in dieting or trying to control that anymore, which is crazy because if you'd asked me like five years ago, I'd been like, no, you need to be as small and lean and tiny as possible to run faster and I have found especially in this like functional fitness hybrid racing world like athletes have so many different like shapes and sizes and body types and muscle tones and we're all very different but like everyone's really fast regardless so it doesn't matter what it it just it doesn't matter so that has been the way healthier approach to food and off season that I've taken this year even though off season has uh put me in such a painful creative rut uh I you know it's been really important for my body to recover because last year was my biggest year of running ever I ran my first hundred miler uh doing the Colorado trail like I was doing you know God, 12 hours a day on the CT every day for a month, uh, Tour de Mont Blanc, like, oh, that doesn't even include, like, the first half of the year, just racing back to back to back to back, like, double weekends, all, just all of the craziness that I have put my body through in the last year. I so firmly needed just a really strong reset, and I feel like I've gotten that. Heading back into training is a little sus. I did roll my ankle way hard. I thought I was going to be sleeping in the forest. But, uh, you know, in general, I'm just trying to be, I'm, I guess the theme here of all of the topics I'm talking about today is I just want to give myself some more grace. I want to be more gentle. I want to just let things go. I don't want to try to cling to some semblance of control on all these things like I just want to be a little more detached from all of it in a healthy way honestly all of what's going on here today has been really good for me to kind of talk through so so thank you for letting me have this space um I think we can head on to topic number three I feel like I kind of wrapped up pretty neatly and succinctly what I wanted to say on the body image front so, 2023, man, we, <laughs> I think I I always have kind of just general goals for the year, right? Like, I have all these things I want to do, and they're usually, like, self-care related, um, and so I kind of have, like, sillier goals, right? Like, I, sillier, I, I want to read, like, a book a week. I've been... I'm feeling like I have not been reading nearly enough. I love to read. Makes me so happy. So I want to read a book a week and it doesn't have to be a book I'm going to learn from because that has also been a detriment for me is thinking I need to read nonfiction because I want to learn something from my books always. Like, you know what? Sometimes you can just read for fun. Sometimes you can just read a silly little, little rom, rom-com. Is that even the right romantic book? You can read a fantasy book like literally reading for pleasure is a thing like you don't have to read because um 
I, I take a hard O approach to reading and that's not necessary. So yeah, I wanted to read a book a, a week and, um, you know, take that pressure off myself of making that a productive time. I, of course, I want to run more hundreds. I would love to run a hundred sometime this spring and then, um, you know, kids, based on whatever happens with the, all the grad school stuff, like maybe one in the fall. Uh, if I don't go to grad school, then yeah, I'd love to run one in the fall. If I am in grad school, there's no way I'm going to run a hundred in the fall. I would really like to start meditating. That's another big goal of mine. Uh, my mom meditates every day. It seems like it helps her with some stuff. I feel like I need it. I need to learn how to slow down um, and just practice some mindfulness. So yeah, like a little meditation mindfulness practice was kind of in the cards for this year. I also, of course, always have goals related to my personal growth. And I kind of mentioned like a lot of these things earlier on when I was talking about my reasons for wanting to go back to therapy and everything I'm kind of experiencing. Like I always want to be becoming a better person. Like I always want to be investing in my personal growth. I want to be learning how to be more compassionate. I want to be learning how to communicate better, how to communicate more effectively, how to work through um, my emotions, like uh, practicing responding versus reacting to things. Like I always, always, always want to be improving on all of these things. And so like step one, going back to therapy is just a great option for me personally to go back and um you know just continue to work on my self-development I was super burned out on therapy when I left Los Angeles and that's normal I would like to normalize that um you will get burned out on therapy it is going to get super real and super intense and you're do you're digging up a lot you are opening a lot of cans of worms all at one time sometimes and it's really scary and uh it's good it's good to take a step back sometimes and work through the things that you're working through at maybe a slower pace or even just completely take a step back from it period um because I think rest is important like in training it's also important to schedule recovery and rest in your self-development process I have been in my period of rest on the self-development front kind of sort of I guess just with therapy, but yeah, that's, I think going back to therapy is a great way to uh, invest in my goal. That's like the clearest path forward I have at that point. My other personal goals, um, you know, I always would like to learn how to be a better partner. And part of that is also in like learn to be a better person, like you can be a better partner. But like a lot of what's going on being in a relationship is like kind of new to me in a way. Like I haven't I haven't experienced this in a really long time. So it's um, yeah, it's kind of like all new territory. Like, honestly, you could probably consider this like my first real adult relationship now that I'm thinking about it. That's kind of deep. I'm going to write that down. I think there are different approaches you have to take when you're taking a relationship very seriously, which is what is going on. And um, it's work, but it's good work. It's the work you have to invest in. It's healing work. It makes you a better person. You get to work on your um, childhood wounds. You get to be really confronted with your fear of abandonment sometimes, which that's why you date somebody who doesn't abandon you 
okay my girlies somebody literally just uh put a question on my like instagram q a saying like i don't understand why i always here it's so funny feel as though my intuition men wise is so fucked up i can't trust myself anymore like you know what? i get it i get it girly i say this all the time i say it probably on every single podcast the single most important thing you can do for yourself is you can date somebody who is good for you who is secure and i know it sounds like um really obvious advice but a lot of us don't take it i saw a tiktok (laughs) recently and i laughed for probably like 10 minutes and i sent it to my boyfriend he thought it was funny but i don't i don't know if he's traumatized enough to get it but basically it was a girl and you know this is this is a song it's like uh i gotta go or like it's time to go so that was a sound and she was like me saying goodbye to my type because i actually want to get married someday and i felt that i felt that and the comments were so funny on that tiktok somebody said oh my god let me find it my favorite comment maybe ever uh it says Like, I love you, but you're not raising my children. Another honorable mention is, is my frontal lobe finally developing? Because same. Not really relatable for me, but hilarious nonetheless. Uh, Me, because my type is tall blonde boys with mommy issues. I just feel like she's so brave for putting that out into the internet like that. So I guess my short little piece of advice in response to that um, Instagram Q&A would be uh you know what maybe if you keep picking bad guys to date uh it's because your type is broken it's you you're the problem i (laughs) and i actually do have a theory about this because i personally would always go for emotionally unavailable men and (laughs) if you look around a room And you're like, here are all these people I'm attracting, whether it's romantic or maybe you're having a thing with friends. Maybe you've got like weird friendship stuff going on. You're like, why do I keep having all these friends that like don't care about me? Maybe, just maybe, we sit and we think for five seconds about the common thread between all these people and it's you. You're the problem. You are the common thread. And uh, that's how I knew I needed to change for the better if I wanted to fall in love someday (laughs) because my type was not doing it all right so yeah that's all to say (laughs) I'm working on uh being in a healthy relationship I'm working on being a better partner working on being uh, you know I just I just I'm trying to be better just all around um and your partnership Like, you're going to spend more time with your partner than, like, most of the people in your life. So, you really got to pick a good one. And you also really got to invest in that partnership because a healthy, happy partnership will keep you healthy and happy for a really long time. Okay? I feel good about that statement. Uh, Okay. So, my my, my professional goals. So, obviously... um, you know, at the moment, I'm kind of just doing this full-time social media thing. 
uh, but I'm in such a creative rut. So I almost feel like I need to just like really commit one way or another to like a big project. Like when I was on the CT, I was making YouTube videos every single day. Like I made a vlog every single day on the CT, which is a lot of work. I would go into towns and I was stressed about uploading my YouTube video when I should have been stressing about going to the grocery store. But uh, it was a great to have this professional project and like it got me further on a lot of my goals. So it was something that I found a lot of value in doing and I learned a lot. I really, really, really want to become a better video editor. I, I find myself now after I'm like in this process of learning how to be a better video maker, I watch other people's videos and like I, I watch the way they do transitions. I listen to how they transition their music or their voiceovers or, you know, what B-roll they include. Like I find myself looking uh, a bit closer to the technical aspects of video editing, which this is all brand new to me. <laughs> like never, ever, ever would I even be thinking about any of these things if it weren't for my own video editing process. So I definitely do want to become a better video editor. I I think this goes back to the perfectionism thing. It's so difficult sometimes doing creative work because you want your first draft of something to be good. And I think there's a lot of value in letting your first draft of something be god awful. Like you can't have something to make better and refine if you don't start with something really ugly. I love to write, but that's like what has taken the fun out of my writing. Honestly, if I look back on it, it's like I'm trying to make a final draft in my first like this is the first time I'm putting these sen- these words into sentences on this paper and I want it to be perfect? That is crazy. The first draft of almost anything is not perfect. So I think I want to develop in my own refining process of these things, whether it's video editing, my writing, um, just social media stuff in general. Like I, there's so much where I really feel like I could benefit from that growth process of like learning how to refine something and make it look great and also allow myself to create something from the ground up. Like literally, I remember being in English class in like junior high, high school, and my teacher would call it like a sloppy copy. Like your first draft of something is a sloppy copy. And I always thought that was super weird. Like, it's a really weird term to use, but I get it now. I, 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 it clicked for me the other day and I was like, you know what? It's true. I can't refine and make something better if the words aren't even down yet. So I'm going to become a big believer in the sloppy copy this year (laughs) and I'm going to become better at refining things. I'm going to learn how to become a better video editor. I want to be a better storyteller. I think at the root of all of this is these storytelling skills that I am constantly wanting to become better at and refine and grow. So those are kind of my quote unquote professional goals uh, as an influencer, as a, as a content creator, as a content creator. Let's set the record straight on that. Um, I always kind of tend to like put numbers 
to things when I'm developing these goals. Um, but I think this is the first year where I didn't put like numbers on goals for my like following. Like it's, it's fun sometimes to be like, oh, you know, I'd like to have, uh, 200,000 followers on this platform or, but I also think if you are just creating to cater to a following count, then you lose your authenticity in the process. Ooh, oh, that was so good. And I heavily feel this because I'm somebody who like doesn't really have a niche, but if something goes viral of mine, it'll usually be something running related, specifically on TikTok. This happens to me all the time on TikTok. It's like my biggest struggle with TikTok. Like I will make something about running that goes viral and then a bunch of new people follow me thinking I'm going to like give them advice or something running related. But like my page isn't just about running. Like my page is about who I am. It's about my life and my process and where I am and what I'm doing in these adventures. And it's so much more than just like a running page. Like here, I'm going to post a TikTok of my mile split times every day. Like I am so much more than that. Everyone is so much more than that. I don't believe in niching down. Um, I think that sucks the joy and fun out of content creation if you're so heavily hyper-focused on uh, adhering to this like non-existent niche. Yeah, I guess I just want to, I want to get my sparkle back online. I want to get my, my uh, social media sparkle back in whatever way, shape, or form that may look like. So, I, you know, I actually really like that as a professional goal. I'm going to write that down. I think, uh, sorry, just, uh, I was just reading my outline um, back to the YouTube video thing. I think like what I've been struggling with, yeah, is that like refinement process and I'm afraid to even create a sloppy copy of something because, um, but like you have to, you literally have, you, you have to start with the sloppy copy. You can't just go straight from at, like raw video files to a, a fully edited like documentary like a 15 minute video where you tell a whole story and you like no there's so there's so much that goes into that and so I think yeah I'm gonna create a little more respect for my own video editing process social media in general um I love what I do like I can't emphasize that enough I think that's kind of what it's this feeling that I've been lacking is feeling like um, I've lost the joy and like the love that I have for this stuff, but it's really just my inertia into the creating process because when I'm in it, I love it. Like I love when I'm in the middle of like, say this podcast, I'm having a great time filming this podcast right now. Like this is bringing me a lot of joy. Um, I love the pot. <laughs> it's just the inertia to get into this process has been slowing me down. Um, oh my God, this is Dude, this is all good stuff. I'm loving today's pod. So yeah, I'm going to work on inertia busting. I'm going to work on figuring out how I can spark a little more joy in my creative process this year and how I, because I mean, I'm so new to like the content thing too, like truly so new. I've been making TikToks for I think May will be two years. So I guess like a year and eight months, a year and seven months. Um, I, you know, the Instagram thing has only gotten big in like the last year. The podcast thing has only gotten big in the last year. The YouTube thing is only, I'm still in progress. I need to set a very concrete goal with the YouTube channel and just stick to it because it, 
I, I have not been serving myself on that project, but it's a lot. Like content creation is a lot. And when you're not feeling your sparkle, it can be very heavy. So those are kind of my, my things I want to do. Um, all around with my social media career. I also kind of want to start like just a for funsies, like a baking channel or like a, cause I've been doing a ton of baking. Um, I've fallen back in love when I was in early high school and younger. I loved baking. Like I loved it. I, I sewing, baking. Um, I have a lot of very domestic skills. I do miss sewing. I really wish I had my sewing machine, but you know, live, laugh, love, minimalism. Um, I would love to maybe start like a baking channel for funsies. I want to learn. There's just so many things. There's so many things I want to do. So many things I want to learn. And uh, I really just need to get through the inertia that the, the uncertainty, the inertia that's like holding me back right now. Yeah. Word. Amen. I am live, laugh, loving all of what has gone on to Jeez has gone on here today. I'm feeling good about it. I am feeling a little more energized creatively. I feel just a good amount of love and respect and gratitude. As always, I always end this podcast just being so... I am going to wrap up the pod now because I need to go to the grocery store because I'm domesticated. And we have no food in the house to cook for dinner. But, you know, as always, I'm so grateful for this freaking podcast. I literally cannot believe that people listen to this, um, like, at all. I, it is so utterly mind-blowing to me. And I appreciate it so much. Um, I'm releasing this podcast on Wednesday. I, I want to promise you that I will post again next week. I I have so many goals for this podcast too. Like I want to have guests on. I want to do all these like really fun things. Um, but I've just like, it's been one of those projects where I think there is like a little bit of that fear of success. I'm like, oh, this is a lot of very personal, vulnerable information that's just like out on the internet at all, all times, you know. But I think if I want to grow, then yeah, I'm going to have to invest in the refinement process of this podcast. What a, what a good, solid, self-help moment right here. So I appreciate each and every single one of you listening to this. I hope that you could find some small amount or maybe a large amount of self-reflection in everything that I have said today. I think that I don't think I'm unique in what I'm going through ever. Um, I mean, as the internet has shown us, we've no one has ever had a unique experience ever. And I think what I'm going through is like a very common, common like 20s thing. Like we don't know what we're doing. We don't know where we're going. Um, The world is in shambles around us. Everyone is sick. Uh, (laughs) I'm growing and learning and changing a lot. And that's like a common sentiment in your 20s. So we're just we're going, we're like literally fighting demons. Like I'm charging through this head on and I, you know what? That's actually a really good idea. I do want to write like a vision, a vision board, I guess, of what I want my life to look like through this. So I think that's what I'm going to do after this podcast. I need another, I need a new vision board. Oh, I love that so much. That would be amazing. But 
yeah, no, no original unique experiences ever. So, I, yeah, <laughs> you know, if you liked it, you can send me a DM. I get a lot of really cool DMs um, from a lot of really cool people. So I will try my best to respond and return some of the love that I get from y'all. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Mac Shea Smith. My TikTok is at Mac on the Run. That we have an Instagram for the podcast at Gremlin Talk Pod. And yeah, yeah, that's pretty much how you can find me, how you can contact me. Um, and as we always say on this podcast, <clears throat> if you enjoyed the pod, send it to your hottest friend, send it to your mom, tell her, say hi, tell her I love her. Um, Oh, and share it because this was a very well shared podcast last year. So share the pod, review, rate, whatever. Um, I do want to go through Apple uh, podcast like people can leave actual reviews on there. So I am going to like read some of those next time. I think like at least one an episode I should do like that feels nice right like giving some of the love like back to the people but I appreciate y'all I hope you have the best time and you know what I hope I see you next week I'm setting an intention to see you (laughs) I'm setting a strong intention to be here again in one week okay all right cool I love you guys bye